he says in 2014. He says, he says, if thou faint in the day of what? Adversity, thy strength is small. How many of y'all know, amen, that adversity is a part of life? Jesus said in John 16, 33, in this world you're going to have what? Tribulation. But what? Be of good cheer, for I have what? Already overcome the world. Satan knows that he wants to keep us discouraged. He knows that God wants us encouraged and wants us to run and fight the good fight of faith. Satan knows that he will do everything he can to keep us from having it. In, in, in his truest sense, y'all, what he's what he saying is after, he's after our joy. Yes. Amen. Amen. And that's why Nehemiah says what? The joy of the Lord is our strength. In Nehemiah 14. He tells us that. So, so we just encourage you on this night as we proceed forward that you would get in your spirit the importance and the significance and the ministry of encouragement and how we take that for granted, y'all. Because in, if you look at 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, you just uh, look at and identify that encouragement really is scarce. I'm just kind of walking right through the outline. It's, it's scarce. You, you know about hearts, for the most, we won't still turn it anyway. 2 Corinthians 2. Amen. Three more than five. Let me say it. He says, This know also that what? In the last days, perilous times shall come. And everyone, everyone now is in a panic and in an uproar, and they, and they point to this and point to this about this is the last day. And though we uh, have opportunity to see God's uh, word coming to pass, we got to be careful that we don't go to the gloom and gloom. We still are in the what? Opportunity to encourage. Yes. Did y'all catch that? We still have an opportunity to encourage. Someone, somewhere, how out of all this here, God is to get the glory out of it. If we stay what? Encouraging rather than doing what? Discouraging. Yes. Look, look what he says. He says, the reason why we in the end last, for men shall be what? Love with them. See y'all, it's difficult to encourage somebody else when it's all about you. And then you really get upset when you start playing the comparison game. Why did it make a big deal about him or her? I did the same thing. And we let all those issues get a hold of us. You know, and God forbid, you know, we've been doing it for a long period of time. And somebody new coming here, when they need our encouragement, they're trying it, and they need the encouragement to kind of keep on keeping on. And if we ain't careful, or not careful, I'm sorry, if we're not careful, we'll keep get them discouraged. They say, well, let them do it then. Because, y'all, it don't take much to discourage people. And some stuff you do naturally, I mean, just standing in front of a crowd, the average person can't do that. You know, and it takes everything they can just to have a public prayer. We have to encourage them. He says, we're living in these last days. He says, what? Without blasphemy, disobedient to the parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, and on and on they go. You know, he's painting the picture, y'all. These are the times we're living in. And with all this here, we don't want to give no false hope or nothing, but we still understand that Jesus is the answer. But we have to encourage one another to keep the, at the forefront who? Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen? Amen. Any questions that come in so far? Have, have anyone ever thought about how significant encouragement is? Have any ever kind of crossed your mind? Is there anyone in here that like, believe you like a natural encourager? 
We do know that, uh, not on here, but one of the person that comes to mind is in the Bible that automatically comes in was, was, uh, was Barnabas. He was called the encouragement. He was the one that encouraged Paul. And if you really truth be told, you know, some people are here at Mount Zion because of what? Somebody encouraged them to come. Amen. And guess what, y'all? There are some people out there waiting on Mount Zion to encourage them to start coming back. It's, it's simple, y'all, but that's a, a powerful significant point. And so, therefore, it should be no surprise in the next outline says what? That the Bible do what? Emphasizes the what? Need for what? Regular encouragement. It, it should be no surprise. Look what he says in the back to Hebrews again. You see, we've got quite a few in the Hebrews of 1 Thessalonians. Look what he says back in Hebrews again. Hebrews 3. 3, 12, and 13. Look what he says. Same, Hebrews uh, 3 and 12. He says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. This is the key verse right here in verse 13. But what? Exhort one another what? Daily. What can we just finish reading that? Amen. Exhort one another daily. Because y'all, it's a need for the regular encouragement. Now, with that in mind, this is why your pastor saw fit to continue to bring forth the, the, uh, the study course despite everything that's going on. Is the next one right here. One reason our Heavenly Father has kindly arranged for us to have regular meetings is what? That we can give and what? Receive encouragement. How many of you have ever, you know, you have one of those kind of, kind of off day, and you come to the, to the Lord's house, and it's like one brother wants to say just the right thing at the right time, and like it encourages you. Because he planned it like that. We understand that, you know, now more and more people are looking at going to the technology aspect of it. That's a part of it. But there is nothing like touching and agreeing. Now, of course, we can't, you know, we have to be careful about the touching physically that we say in. <laughs> but we can still touch and agree in our spirits. Right. Where two or three are gathered in what? There am I where? In the midst. That's one of the purpose. Look what he says in, in Hebrews um, 10, 24. Look what he says about our regular meeting. And we, again, for me, the passage scripture, we just bring in the context of how important advancing God's kingdom is through what? Encouragement. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And so Hebrews, uh, what was it, 10? So we get a lot of scripture in. And uh, if I'm going too fast, slow me down. 10 and um, 24, look what he says. He says, and let us do what? Consider. Consider. Ah, see, encouragement, when you learn to encourage, you're considering somebody else. Let us consider. What? One another. To provoke unto what? Love and good works. Now you do realize everything we do has got to be based. The foundation is love. Right there, the first one, Hebrews 13, is a love factor. And then we also know the faith factor. Because he tells us in Romans 14 about if it's not done in faith, it's a what? A seed. Amen? And then turn around to verse 25. Not what? Forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Yeah, we, we, we take for granted the opportunity that we have to come to the Lord's house. Now it's going to be a test, y'all. It's going to be a test. Because some people, they, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? They, they're excited they don't have to show up. 
Because now they say, well, they ain't going to look funny. I mean, now because, you know, the president's saying this and the governor's saying this, and so it's all right that everybody don't show up. And again, we're not docking anybody because everybody has a different pace and, uh, in their race. But we're just trying to uh, bring out and bear out the significance of what? Advancing God's kingdom by what? Encouraging. Amen. Now, I know you see it already. You probably not going to the end of the You already know that already. You already know. But I just hope that in your spirit, it leaps in and it's kind of why you just kind of become more mindful and more, even more intentional. That's the word. Intentionally in what? In being provided encouragement. Look what he said. First Thessalonians 5 and 11, we'll do it again. But again, we are very likely to find ways to build others up spiritually if we are determined to do Paul's counsel. That's the same one we spent in reading. First Thessalonians 5 and 11, we'll open up with it. Any, 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 any thoughts or comments? Have, 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 have anyone had a, 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 a recent uh, encouragement someone that either told you like they might say to me that you would encourage you or that you have been encouraging? Anyone? Now recently? Well, say hopefully you're going to start paying more attention to it because see, sometimes, y'all, some things we don't even recognize that it's being encouragement. Now, we do understand what every time Pastor, uh, Pastor Wallace stand and preach the word, he's what? <laughs> he's encouraging us, amen? <clears throat> amen, amen, amen. So now look what Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. We can also be encouraged by what? Doing what he shared. What does he share in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 14? You haven't read that one. You haven't read that one yet. Someone have it? Yep. Read it first, please. Five, now we exhort. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. Wow. Thessalonians 5 and, did you say 3 and 5? Did, did he say uh, some men? All men. All, all, all Now, you do follow the leader of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit got to lead you and guide you in the sermon and so forth and so on. But, but notice what he does say here, y'all. Even when we are seeking to share the truth with someone, first of all, Paul says in Ephesians 4, to speak the truth what? In love. But even when we're doing that, we want to make sure that we what? Our objective is to what? Encourage them. Amen? 